praise God. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Inspired by the Word Global Times of Devotion with the Lord. Right away, we're going to be praying, praying for our dear man of God and for men of God and Christian leaders all around the world. Second Thessalonians 3 from verse 1 to 2 says, Finally, brethren, pray for us that the word of the Lord may have speak us and be glorified even as it is with you, and that we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men, for all men have not speak. Pray for our man of God right now. Thank God for the ministry that has been committed to his trust, and thank God for the many billions that are converted to the Lord through the ministry of our man of God. I affirm that daily, many billions, including ministers of the gospel, men and women of influence, helpers of the world, are responding to the call of the Spirit to join themselves with our man of God to fulfill this vision. Affirm that God has raised up many mighty men, and they are responding to the call of the Spirit, even now in the name of the Lord Jesus. Let us begin to pray. And you unmute yourself at this time. Let us Thank <laughs> you. 
Oh, thank you for men of God and their leaders around the world in the name of Baba that's in the name of the Lord Jesus. We prepare man of God for the peace and men and women of God everywhere all around the world. Christian leaders, we declare concerning this one that they are preaching the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ with boldness. Hallelujah. They are speaking the truth of God's word with boldness. Later, Santa Kabaya, this one's standing with the truth, irrespective of what the situation or circumstances is in around them or in the world today. We declare concerning this one that they refuse to observe life bandages, that their hearts and their minds are stayed upon the Lord in the name of the Lord Jesus. They declare the truth of God's word in boldness in the name of the Lord Jesus. These ones are not deceived. These ones are not manipulated, but their eyes are upon the Lord, ever upon the Lord. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we decree and declare even now in the name of the Lord Jesus that the word of the Lord is having free course through them in the name of the Lord Jesus and is unhindered. That they continually speak the truth with boldness, with confidence. That they are delivered from wicked and unreasonable men who have not this. In the name of the Lord Jesus, they are delivered. They are kept away, shielded from the lies and the deceptive influences of this world. In the name of the Lord Jesus, they are separated from the wrong people. In the name of the Lord Jesus. They are separated from the wrong influences. People are cut off from their circle. In the name of the Lord Jesus, men whose tongues are lying to perpetrate lies, are separated from them. Men who have given themselves up, up for wicked works are separated from these men of God and Christian leaders everywhere all around the world. In the name of the Lord Jesus, deceitful, wicked, and evil men, liars, perpetrators of evil, they are separated from men of God. In the name of the Lord Jesus, they are cut off from them permanently. In the name of the Lord Jesus, they are cut off from Christian leaders everywhere all around the world. In the name 
of the Lord Jesus, that these ones, they might do the work which God has called them to do. With joy, with boldness, with meekness of heart, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Oh, Lord, we bless your holy name. We worship you, oh God. We celebrate your truth. Hallelujah. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Let it be your name, O oh God, forever and ever. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God forever. Hallelujah. Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good night. Depending on what part of the world you're connected from at this time, you are welcome to be inspired by the word. Times of devotion with the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Sister Martha for the opportunity to be the thanks of God in the times of prayer. Right now, we are going into a session of praise and worship, after which we'll be going into the Rhapsody of Reality segment. Hallelujah. Over to you, Jesse Sister Grace. Can you unmute yourself, Sister Grace? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, esteemed Pastor Debbie, for that powerful session of prayer. And thank you so much, esteemed Amarak, for the opportunity to lead God's people in worship. Praise the Lord. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone, depending on where you are connected from at this time. Right away, you are just lift up your hands in praise and worship to our God. Father, we give you praise. Thank you for the name of Jesus that has been given to us. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. There is a name that everything responds to. There is a name Oh, and every name is bow to. There is a name above every other name. It is the name. Ah, of Jesus, there is a name that everything responds to. There is a name. And every name is bow to. There is a name above every other name. Oh, it is the name. Of Jesus, Jesus, yes, Jesus, oh, Jesus. Oh. The name of Jesus, Jesus, above every other name, Jesus, in every situation, Jesus. Hey. 
His name is great, stronger, higher than every other name, every other name. His name is great, stronger, higher than every other name, every other his name is greater, stronger, higher than every other name. Every other name. His name is greater, bigger, higher than every other name. Every other name, his name heals diseases, chase demons is higher than every other name. Every other name, his name is greater, stronger, higher than every other Every other name, his name is greater, stronger, higher than every other name. Every other name, his name is greater, stronger, higher than every other Every other name, Jesus, Obashata la Carabose, Jesus, oh, Jesus, Lord. Jesus, over China, over Russia, Jesus, over Nigeria, over America, Jesus. Yes, there is a name. That everything responds to. There is the name. Oh, yes. That every name is bound to. There is the name. Hallelujah. If that song was all you heard today, it would be more than enough. Every other thing bows to that name. And it is what it is. If you look at the lyrics of the song, He said, there is a name that everything responds to. There is a name that every name must bow to. There is a name above every other name. It is the name of Jesus. His name is stronger, greater, higher than every other name. 
I believe that that song has ministered to you and whatever it is that was in your heart as a burden or whatever was going to cause you worry or anxiety, I'm sure that that has been dealt with. Praise God. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Grace. Thank you, esteemed Pastor Deborah. We'll take it even further with the Rhapsody article for today and move on to the next and higher level of glory in Christ. Monday, 25th, April, 2022. Title of today's devotional article, Speak Wisdom Always. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God, which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. First Corinthians 2, 12 to 13. Praise God. Speak wisdom always. Speak wisdom always. That song was wisdom speaking glory to God. So we're going to go through the article together. The article is on your screen so we can read together with your mics muted. Notice that our theme scripture says, which things also we speak. Then reading further, it clarifies what those things are. Wisdom. We speak wisdom. 1 Corinthians 2, 6-8 makes it even clearer. It says, Howbeit we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world, nor of the princes of this world that come to naught. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory which none of the princes of this world knew. For had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Speaking wisdom is speaking the word. Speaking wisdom is speaking the word. You know, when we say we speak wisdom, we speak wisdom. Speaking wisdom is speaking the word. It discomfits the adversary. They can't get in on it. For example, the word says you are a partaker of the divine nature. Second Peter 1 verse 4. That's the wisdom of God. Therefore, when you, on the basis of that scripture, declare, I am an associate of the God kind, a partaker of his grace, glory, and expression of his righteousness, you are speaking wisdom. Praise the Lord. When you declare, all things are mine, you are speaking wisdom. When you say, I have the life of God in me, I live in agelessness, wantlessness, deathlessness, and fearlessness, you are speaking wisdom. Declare what the word says concerning you, irrespective of the situation. Affirm your righteousness health, dominion, and oneness with the Lord, with boldness. Speak wisdom always, and your life will glorify God. Hallelujah. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. He said, it matters that you speak the word irrespective of your situation. The wisdom of this world often would declare what a man is experiencing. So, you know, pastor has told us that you might be feeling a headache, but you do not have a headache. So the world, the wisdom of the world tells you, oh, I have a headache, I have a headache, I have a headache. The wisdom of God says, Christ is my health. The wisdom of this world reminds you how that there's rent to pay, there's school fees to pay. 
the abuse here and there and then reminds you of what is in your bank account, reminds you how that your salary will not foot all the bills. Wisdom of God says, and God has given unto me all things that pertain unto life and godliness. Christ is my wealth. Christ is my sufficiency. I have all that I require. The Lord is my shepherd. I do not want for anything. So at every point in time, you can choose to talk the word or talk the world. You can choose to speak the words of the spirit or the words of the flesh. Words of the flesh, how you feel, what exactly is happening, the physical experiences and occurrences around you. The wisdom of God is saying what God has said concerning you, concerning that situation, irrespective of what you can actually see. The Bible says faith is the substance of things hoped for. Substance is the word of God. You can lay hold on it. You can touch it. You can feel it. It is substance. And why is this possible? Because the word himself lives inside of you. You are a child of God. You are a child of God. Are you aware that everywhere you go, you carry God on your inside? You know, I remember pastor saying that if, I think he was talking about a workplace and then, you know, there are situations and then you are summoned, maybe before the board. He said, when you go in, go in with a consciousness that you're carrying God into the situation. The consciousness of who we are would always help us, would always be the victory. That's what keeps faith alive. The Bible says the life that I live is not my own. He said, the one I live, I live by the faith of the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. If your own faith is hinged on the faith of the son of God, you know, the son of God is the word himself. He does not need to listen to the word to increase faith. So his faith is ever active, ever working, ever producing result. If your faith is hinged on that faith, results will always be the order of the day. It wouldn't matter what situation you entered. It wouldn't matter what people are saying. It wouldn't matter what the circumstances may present. You are sure of one thing. You are returning with testimonies. You are returning having the victory because the victory is already yours. You get a doctor's diagnosis of a health challenge. You know, when doctors give some people number of days or number of months to leave, I, I wonder on what basis that is happening. But that is the wisdom of the world. Because the wisdom of God shows us in the Bible how that Lazarus had died for days. You know, one of the things I realized that God did with the Bible for us is that he wanted us to see all scenarios possible. So we had seen Jesus heal blind eyes. We had seen him open deaf ears. We had seen him open dumb mouths. We had seen him heal diseases that had lasted for 38 years, 12 years. How excuse me, how long the disease had stayed wasn't a factor. Then we had seen him where he was, he was being called to come and, um, you know, for, because a, a, a young girl was not feeling well. And then at that time before um, he would get to go, you know, see the girl and pray over her, the, the father gets a message that the girl had passed on, but she had just passed on. 
We saw him raise that girl back to life. Then here was Lazarus. Lazarus was sick and the news got to Jesus. And Jesus said, it is not unto death. And then Lazarus died. Have the spirit of God told you the job is yours? And then the job was given to someone. It's like the case of Lazarus when Jesus said, this sickness is not unto death. And then Lazarus died. As God told you that you have a house and then you've been given a quick notice to live where you are right now because you probably could not pay the rent. So, so many things are happening that looks contrary to what God has said. But Jesus spoke the wisdom of God and he knew that he had declared that didn't exist where he was. The wisdom of the world says death is final. The wisdom of God does not recognize death because Christ has dealt with the issue of death. He gave us a life that is eternal, a life, the one, the very one that God has. So whatever your situation is, my question to you is, what are you saying? Because really it is not what is happening that counts where God is. It is what you are saying. And it doesn't just count where God is. It counts where the devil is. It counts before heaven. It counts before hell. It counts before all of creation. It counts before the angels. Remember that as children of God, we are all have as we all have angels assigned to us. So what are you saying to the ears of your angels? Are you speaking the wisdom of this world or are you speaking the wisdom of God? I live in agelessness, wantlessness, deathlessness, and fearlessness. Those four words, I think they summarize, they, they summarize and meet with every matter that anyone would ever have to experience. There are so many affirmations in today's devotional article, and I believe that you should pick them, pick them for your daily affirmation and speak wisdom on a daily basis. Praise God. I'm going to hand over to the esteemed pastor Olinye to take us through the next segment. Brothers and sisters, it's a beautiful week ahead. Speak wisdom always. Glory to God. Over to you, esteemed pastor Olinye. Thank you, Ma, for the opportunity. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. We are going over to the um, Bible studies segment of today's devotion, and we are starting from the further studies. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 6 says, How be it we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world, nor the wisdom of the princes of this world that come to naught, but we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory, which none of the princes of this world knew. For had they knew, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5 says, let your conversation be without conventionness and be content with short things. As ye have what he had said, I will never leave you nor forsake you, so that we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper, and I will not fear what men shall do unto me. Praise the Lord. We are going to take the confession together. The wisdom of God is in my heart and in my mouth today. God's word is as fire shut up in my bones. And as I speak, I dissolve doubts. I'm prevailing and reigning in my life by grace through righteousness. And the glory of God is seen and expressed through me in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. We are going over to the New Testament reading for today's devotion, and we are still in the book of Luke, chapter 21. Praise the Lord. Caption, the signs of the end of the age. Some of the disciples remarked about the beauty of the temple 
They pointed out the lovely adornments and how it was built with excellence from the gift given to God. Jesus said, the day of altar destruction will come to everything we admire here. It will all become a heap of rubble. Master, tell us, they asked, when exactly will this happen? Can you tell us what warning sign to look for when it's about to take place? Jesus responded, deception will run rampant and many will appear on the scene, saying, I have sent them, or saying about themselves, I am the Messiah. The doomsday deceivers will say, the end of the age is now here, but listen to me, don't let any of these imposters fool you. There will also be many wars and resolutions on every revolutions on every side, with rumors of more wars to come. Do not panic or give in to your fears, for these things are bound to happen. This is still not the end yet. Jesus continued, There will be up uphills of every kind. Nations will go to war against each other and kingdoms against kingdoms. There will be terrible earthquakes and seismic events of epic proportion that result in famine in one place after another. There will be horrible plagues and epidemics, catalytic storms on the earth, astonishing signs and cosmic disturbance in the heavens. But before all this happens, you will be hunted down and arrested, persecuted by both civil and religious authorities, and thrown into prison. And because you follow me, you'll be on trial before the kings and governmental leaders as an opportunity to testify to them in my name. Yet, determining your hearts not to prepare for your own defense. Simply speak with the words of wisdom that I will give you that moment. And none of your persecutors will be able to withstand the grace and wisdom that comes from your mouth. You can expect betrayal even by your parents, your brothers, your relatives and friends. And yes, some of you will die as martyrs. You'll be hated by all because of my life in you. But don't worry. My grace will never desert you or depart from your life. Stand firm with patience, endurance, and you will find your soul's deliverance. Caption, the destruction of Jerusalem. When you see Jerusalem surrounded by armies, you will know for sure that its, it's devastation is imminent. At that time, all who are living in Judea must flee to the mountains. Those who live inside the city gates live and flee, and those who live outside the city must not enter its secure refuge. For this will be the days of God's vengeance to fulfill what he has been written against Jerusalem. It will be extremely difficult for pregnant women women and for those nursing little ones in that day, for great persecution and wrath will arise against this nation. Many will be cut down by the sword or scattered as prisoners to many countries, and Jerusalem shall be trampled down by nations until the days of world empires come to an end. Caption, the coming of the Son of Man. Expect to witness amazing and perplexing signs, and the sun the moon and the stars. The raging of the sea will be bring desperation and turmoil to many nations. Earthquake will bring panic and disaster. What men see coming to the earth will cause the fear of doom to grip their hearts. For they will even see the powers of heavenly realm shaking. And at last, when you see how the Son of Man comes surrounded with a cloud with great power and miracles, in the radiance of his splendor and with great glory and praises, it will make you jump for joy, for the time of your full transformation has arrived. Caption, lesson of the fig tree. Jesus gave his disciples this parable. Haven't you observed that when the fig tree or any tree buds and blossoms, the season is changing and the summer is near? In the same way, when you see these people I'll take that one again. In the same way, when you see these prophetic signs occurring, you realize the earth is yielding to the fullness of God's kingdom. I assure you, the end of this age will not come until I have spoken 
until all I have spoken has come to pass. Earth and sky will wear out and fade away before one word I speak loses its power or fails to accomplish its purpose. Caption, guard your heart. Be careful that you never allow your heart to go cold. Be careful that you are not caught off guard or your heart to be weighed down with carousing, drunkenness, and the worries of this life. And that day will come upon you suddenly like a trap. Don't let me find you drunk or living carelessly like everyone else. For that day will come as a shocking surprise to all. Keep a constant watch over your soul and pray for courage and grace to prevail over these things that this destined to occur and that you will stand before the presence of the Son of Man with a clear conscience. Each day, Jesus taught in the temple and spent his nights on the Mount of Olives. And all the people came early to the temple courts to listen to, his, to the words he taught. Praise the Lord. Let's come to the end of today's New Testament reading. Thank you, esteemed brother Martin, for sharing your screen. I'm going to hand over to esteemed brother John for the Old Testament. So have a lovely day, everybody. God bless you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you so much, esteemed Pastor Oninye. Wow. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Old Testament segment of our one year Bible reading plan. Today, we're reading the book of First Samuel, chapter 23 to 25. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Maka, for that amazing RR session. We speak wisdom always. Thank you, esteemed Brother Matthew, for helping us to display the scripture on the screen. <clears throat> Today, we are continuing with the story of David. And um, from verse one, one day news came to David that the Philistines were at Keilah, rubbing the threshing floors. David asked the Lord, shall I go and attack them? Yes, go and save Keilah. The Lord told him, but David's men said, we are afraid even here in Judah. We certainly don't want to go to Keilah to fight the whole Philistine army. David asked the Lord again, and the Lord again replied, go down to Keilah, for I will help you conquer the Philistines. They went to Keilah and slaughtered the Philistines and confiscated their cattle. And so the people of Keilah were saved. Abiathar, the priest, went to Keilah with David, taking his effort with him to get answers for David from the law. Saul soon learned that David was a killer. Good, yes, we've got him now. God has delivered him to me, for he has trapped himself in a world city. So Saul mobilized his entire army to march to killer and besiege David and his men. But David learned of Saul's plan and told Abiathar the priest to bring the effort and to ask the Lord what he should do. Oh, Rabakashi, take it. Oh, Lord God of Israel, David said, I have heard that Saul is planning to come and destroy Kila because of I am here. Will the men of Kila surrender me to him? And will Saul actually come as I have heard? Oh Lord God of Israel, please tell me. And the Lord said, He will come. And will these men of Kila betray me to Saul? David persisted. And the Lord replied, Yes, they will betray you. <laughs> so David and his men, about 600 of them, left Kila and began roaming the countryside. Word soon reached Saul that David had escaped, so he didn't go there after all. David now lived in the wilderness caves in the hill country of Ziph. One day near Horesh, he received the news that Saul was, the, was on the way to Ziph to search for him and kill, kill him. Saul hunted him day after day, but the Lord didn't let him find Prince Jonathan now went to find him. He met him at Horesh and encouraged him in his faith in God. Verse 17. Don't be afraid, Jonathan reassured him. My father will never find you. You are going to be the king of Israel, and I will be next to you, as my father is well aware. So the two of them renewed their pact of friendship. David stayed as Horash, while Jonathan returned home. But now the men of Ziph went to Saul in Gibeah and betrayed David to him. We know where he is hiding, they said. He is in the caves of Horash, on Hakilah Hill, down in the southern part of the wilderness. Come on down, sir. 
and will catch him from you. And your fondest wish should be fulfilled. Well, praise the Lord, Saul said. At last, someone has had pity on me. Go and check again to be sure of where he is staying and who has seen him there. For I know that he is very crafty. Discover his hiding places, then come back and give me a more definite report, and I'll go with you. And if he's in the area at all, I'll find him. And if I have to search every inch of the entire land. So the men of Ziph returned home. But, they, but when David heard that Saul was on his way to Ziph, he and his men went even further into the wilderness, to Mahon, in the south of the desert. But Saul followed them there. He and David were now on opposite sides of a mountain. As Saul and his men began to close in, David tried his best to escape, but it was no use. But just then, a message reached Saul that the Philistines were raiding Israel again. So Saul quit the chase and returned to flight to fight the Philistines. Ever since that time, the place where David was camped has been called the Rock of Escape. David then went to live in the caves of Engedi. Wow. Chapter 24, after Saul's return from, the, from his battle with the Philistines, he was told that David had gone into the wilderness of Engedi. So he took 3,000 special troops and went to search for him among the rocks and wild goats of the desert. At the place where the road passes some sheepfold, Saul went into a cave to go to the bathroom. But as it happened, David and his men were hiding in the cave. Now is your time, David's men whispered to him. Today is the day the Lord was talking about when he said, I will certainly put Saul into your power to do with as you wish. Then David crept forward and quietly slid off the bottom of Saul's room. But then his conscience began bothering him. I shouldn't have done it. He said to his men, it is a serious sin to attack God's chosen king in any way. These words of David persuaded his men not to kill Saul. After Saul had left the cave and gone on his way, David came out and shouted after him, My lord, the king. And when Saul looked around, David bowed low before him. Uh -huh. then, they, then he shouted to Saul, Why do you listen to the people who say I'm trying to harm you? This very day you have seen it. You have seen it isn't true. For the Lord placed you at my mercy back there in the cave. And some of, my, some of my men told me to kill you, but I spared you. For I said I would never harm him. He is the Lord's chosen king. See what I have in my hand. It is the hem of your robe. I cut it off, but I didn't kill you. Doesn't this convince you that I am not trying to harm you? And that I have not sinned against you, even though you have been hunting for my life. The Lord will decide between us. Perhaps he will kill you for what you are trying to do to me. But I will never harm you. As that old proverb says, wicked is as, is as wicked does. But despite your wickedness, I will not touch you. city. And who is the king of Israel trying to catch anyone? Should he spend his time chasing one who is as worthless as a dead dog or a flea? But the Lord judge as to which of us is right and punish whichever one of us is guilty. He's my lawyer and my defender, and he will rescue me from your power. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. So call, called back, is it really you, my son, David? Hmm. Then he began to cry. And he said to David, you are a better man than I am. For you have repaid me good for you. Yes, you have been wonderfully kind to me today. But when the Lord delivered me into your hand, he didn't kill me. Who else in all the world wouldn't let his enemy get away when he had his power? May the Lord reward you well for the kindness you have shown me today. And now I realize that you are surely going to be king. And Israel shall be yours to you. Oh, swear to me by the Lord that when that happens, you will not kill my family and destroy my line of descendants. David promised, and Saul went home. And David and his men went back to their king. <laughs> uh, chapter 25. Shortly afterwards, Samuel died. And all Israel gathered at his funeral and buried him in his family plot at Ramah. Then while David went down to the wilderness of Paran, a wealthy man from Maon owned a sheep ranch there, near the village of Carmel. He had 3,000 sheep and 1,000 goats. I was at his ranch at the time for the sheep sharing. His name was Nabal, and his wife, a beautiful and very intelligent woman, was named Abigail. 
for the man who was a descendant of Caleb was uncouth, churlish, stubborn, and ill-mannered. When David heard that Nabal was sharing his sheep, he sent 10 of his young men to Carmel to give him this message. May God prosper you and your family and multiply everything you own. I'm told that you are sharing your sheep and goats while your shepherds have lived among us. Among us, We have never harmed them nor stolen anything from them the whole time they have been in Carmel. Ask your young men and they will tell you whether or not this is true. Now I have sent my men to ask for a little contribution from you. But we have come at a happy time of holiday. Please give us a present of whatever is at your hand. The young man gave David's message to Nabal and waited for his reply. Who is this fellow David is nerd? Who does this son of Jesse think he is? There are lots of servants these days who run away from their masters. Shall I take my bread and my water and my meat that I have slaughtered for my sharers and give it to a gang who comes from God knows where? So David's messengers returned and told him what Nabal had said. Get your swords, was David's reply. As he strapped on his own, 400 of them started up with David, and 200 remained behind to guard their gear. Meanwhile, one of Nabal's men went and told Abigail, David sent men from the wilderness to talk to our master. Oh, he insulted them and railed at them. But David's men were very good to us. And we never suffered any harm from them. In fact, day and night, they were like a wall of protection to us. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry about that. <clears throat> In fact, day and night, they were like a wall of protection to us. And the sheep and nothing was stolen from us the whole time they were with us. I better think first, fast, for there is going to be trouble for our master and his whole family. He's such a stubborn lout that no one can even talk to him. And Abigail hurriedly took 200 loaves of bread, two barrels of wine, five dressed sheep, two bushels of roasted bread, 100 racing kicks, and 200 feet kicks, and packed them onto a donkey. Go on ahead, she said to her young man, and I will follow. But she didn't tell her husband what she was doing. As she was riding down the trail on her donkey, she met David coming toward her. David had been saying to himself, a lot of good. He did us to help this fellow. We protected his flocks in the wilderness so that not one thing was lost or stolen. But he has repaid me bad for good. All that I get for my trouble is insult. May God cost me if every one of his men remains alive by tomorrow morning. <laughs> David on para. When Abigail saw David, she quickly dismounted and bowed low before him. I accept all blame in this matter, my lord, she said. Please listen to what I want to say. Nabal is a bad-tempered boy, but please don't pay any attention to what he said. He's a fool. <laughs> Just like his name means, really. But I didn't see the messengers you sent. Sir, since the Lord has kept you from murdering and taking vengeance into your own hands, I pray by the life of God and by your own life too, that all your enemies shall be as cursed as Nabal is. And now here is a present I have brought to you and your young men. Forgive me for my boldness in coming out here. The Lord will surely reward you with eternal royalty for your descendants. But you are fighting his battles and you will never do wrong throughout your entire life. Even when you are chased by those who seek your life, you are safe in the care of the Lord your God. Just as though you were safe inside his purse. But the lives of your enemies shall disappear like stones from a sling. When the Lord has done all the good things he promised you and has made you king of Israel, you won't want the conscience of a murderer <coughs> who took the law into his own hands. And when the Lord has done these great things for you, please remember me. Oh, hallelujah. Man, we wise. Then David replied to Abigail, bless the Lord God of Israel who has sent you to meet me today. Thank God for your good sense. Bless you for keeping me from murdering the man and carrying out vengeance with my own hands. Oh, as a part I love so much. For I swear by the Lord, the God of Israel, who has kept me from hurting you, that if you had not come out to meet me, not one of Nabal's men would be alive tomorrow. Then David accepted her gifts and told her to return home without fear, for he would not kill her husband. When she arrived home, she found that Nabal had thrown a big party, was roaring drunk, so she didn't tell him anything about her meeting with David until the next morning. By that time, he was sober. When his wife told him what had happened, he had a stroke 
and lay paralyzed. <laughs> for about 10 days, then died for the Lord killed him. When David heard that Nebuchadnezzar was dead, he said, praise the Lord. God has paid back Nebuchadnezzar and kept him from doing it myself. He has received his punishment for his sin. And David wasted no time in sending messengers to Abigail to ask her to become his wife. Hmm. If he do. When the messengers arrived at Carmel and told her why they had come, she readily agreed to his request. Quickly getting ready, she took along five of her seven girls as attendants, mounted her donkey, and followed the men back to David. She, so she became his wife. David also married Ahinoam from Jezreel. King Saul, meanwhile, had forced David's wife, Michal, Saul's daughter, to marry a man from Galim, named Pauti, the son of Laish. Praise God forevermore. And I hand over to Esteem Bramatis. Thank you very much, everyone, and have a wonderful day. Thank you so much, Esteem Brajon. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Depending on what part of the world you are connected from at this time, I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Sister Maka for this wonderful privilege to take us through the affirmation as well as the communion. Praise God. The affirmation will be on the screen shortly. We start the affirmation by taking our names. My name is, you say your name. I have the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Christ. The next paragraph, I, your name, I'm granted according to the riches of the glory of Christ. The third paragraph, I, your name, my love abounds more and more in knowledge and in all judgments. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Yeah, hallelujah. So at this point, I'll kindly ask everyone to unmute their mics as we take our formation at the count of three. One, two. Oh. Oh, Praise God, hallelujah, 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 praise the Lord. At this point, we're going straight to the communion segment of the meeting. Praise be God forever. Hallelujah. And our text is taken from 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23. For I receive of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, take it, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. 
Oshada Kida Kara de Egos Alecros Convertisha de Prakta Kida. Egos O Siki Paratigri de la Cruz Convertista. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you for the body of Christ, the bread that we break, the communion of the body of Christ. We break it in oneness, in unity. For we are one bread, we are one body. And as we break this bread, we affirm our oneness. We affirm that that glory that Christ has poured out in our lives is seen by all the world. And we affirm that we are of them that are strong in faith. We are wantless, we are deathless, we are fearless. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We are protected on all sides by the power of the Holy Ghost in the name of the Lord Jesus. We dwell in safety. We are safe from wicked and unreasonable men. And the wisdom of God continually propels us everywhere we go. We speak wisdom. We speak wisdom. We speak wisdom. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Go ahead and break your bread and eat it. Hallelujah, after the same manner also he took the cup when he has stopped saying this cup is in the New Testament in my blood. This do you as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he come. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you for the cup of the everlasting covenant in the blood of Christ. Lord, as we take this cup, thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, Shadaki, the Kovratishta. Remember when the children of Israel were faced with the Red Sea by the power of the Holy Ghost. The Bible says the wind came from the spirits. And as Moses stretched forth his hand, the seas were parted. It was like a dire situation. They needed an instant miracle. And yes, they got it. Are you in a situation where you need an instant miracle today? As you take this cup, Paraco Sakata Ladradi, Shuprak Ladila Cruz Kish, instant miracle by the power of the Holy Ghost, instant miracle, Sipoko Seteki Bakataragadu, Riepokon Declare Deosi and instant miracle in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you by the power of the Holy Ghost. We go for this day, we win. Lord, thank you, we are victorious. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Go ahead and take the cup. O Zada Gavrak Doskeshkele has Nigradi. Lord, we give you praise. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Once again, I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Stamaka for this wonderful privilege. And thank you to all our esteemed co-hosts. Thank you so much for all you do. At this point, I will kindly hand over to the esteemed pastor and yet to goes through the remaining part of the meeting. Thank you, everyone, and I ensure you have an instantaneously miracle-filled day. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, esteemed brother Martins. I have an instant miracle in the name of Jesus. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone, again. We are going over to the celebrating segment of today's devotion. Please, if today is your birthday, birthday of your loved one, wedding anniversary, or whatever it is that you are celebrating. Please come to the chat room and let's celebrate with you. If today is your first time of joining us, please, um, we need to know your name, who invited you, and where you are connected from. We want to meet you, and we want to pray with you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Jasmine says, my same member's birthday is today, Herbert Crown. Happy birthday. So Herbert, God's blessings now and always. Vanessa says, today is the birthday of my auntie, Mma, and my friends, Dennis and Prophet. Happy birthday to Auntie Mma and Dennis and to Prophet. God's blessings now and always. 
Sharon says, today is the birthday of my Zona director, my pastor, esteemed pastor, C.G. Dara. Happy birthday, esteemed pastor. God's blessings to you now and always. Akosa says, today is my brother's birthday. His name is Charles. Happy birthday, Charles. God's blessings to you now and always. Jasmine says, my friend's birthday, Vicente, is today. Happy birthday, Vicente. Frank, Fred Cole says, today is my Haven Governor's birthday, esteemed brother Stanley Idemudia. Happy birthday, esteemed brother Stanley. God's blessings to you now and always. Chidema says, today is my auntie's birthday. Her name is Dickness Akudo. Happy birthday, Dickness. God's blessings to you now and always. Do we have any more birthdays today? Esteemed sister Harriet said, today is the birthday of my boss, sister and Sister Dickness Akudo Okafo. Happy birthday, esteemed, esteemed Dickness. God's blessings now and always. Do we have any other birthdays? If you are connected to, with us for the first time, please would like to meet with you. Can you come to the chat room, say your name, who invited you, and where you are connected from? Okay. Thank you, everyone. Happy birthday and congratulations to everyone that's all the celebrants. I'm going to hand over to Esteen, Sister Amaka, to pray for the celebrants. Do have a few days of instant miracles. God bless you. Over to you, Esteen, Ma. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Hakros Sovra Dila Gravo Sigo Frapadaliantish. Long cross secretila gothra tijala parati. Crazy guitar. Kaika Daliantish of Brandi Christus. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you for all our celebrants. We thank you for the great grace you have poured upon them. Thank you, Lord God. For yes, it's a day of instant miracle for many of them by the power of the Holy Ghost. Oh Lord, they are sustained with laughter, with joy, and they walk in your wisdom. Thank you, Lord God, for they continually speak wisdom everywhere they go. And your wisdom will make them exceptional. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Happy birthday to all our celebrants. Praise God. And at this point, we've come to the end of today's meeting. I'll kindly ask everyone to please unmute your mics as we share the grace in fellowship. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. my life my life my life my life my life yes finna you are alive